Welcome to Solve This Murder. I'm your detective, Bill. And I am your crime scene criminal and witnesses, Danny. We're up to part two of The Body on the Beach. In part one, I examined the titular body. He also questioned the family who found said body. And then uncovered a secret phone and a stolen wallet. So, I've got this wallet. Let's let's open it up. What is it? You find a driver's license. Oh yeah, who's the driver's license for? Lester. The victim's name is Joel Price. Joel? Uh, how do I spell Price? With a Y. Oh, nice. Like him already. <laughs> and typical of a driver's license, it also contains an address not far from here. And the address is? <laughs> no, what's the address? We need to give a sense of realism to our listeners. What's the address? Unit 7. Okay. 42 mm-hmm. Evergreen Avenue. Ah, interesting. And the suburb? San Adrian. Damn, got me. And the state? No. <laughs> Northern Ontario. Uh, okay. And presumably this this is his driver's license, oh, yeah. right? It matches up. Picture him. That's right. If it's American, it's got his weight on the back for some reason <laughs> or whatever. Um, okay, so so we got... Driver's license. It's got the little California native secret bear in the corner that you get. Um, okay. Um, yeah, we learned a lot about American licenses <laughs> on our holiday. Um, okay. So now I know who it is. Joel Price is brilliant. That's a, that's a breakthrough. I just quickly, just quickly, before I take that to the police, I ask uh, Ross and Rachel, mm-hmm. ask Rod and Rachel, do you know a man by the name of Jonathan Price? And by that, oh, I mean Joel, by that I mean Joel Price. Oh, no. Are they related? Uh, yes. Cool. Joel Price is his father. Oh, okay. And this is set in the past. Good to know. Uh, wonderful. Okay, thanks. Mm. Um, I go back to Inspector Simba. Mm-hmm. I say, Simba. Yes. Through the powers of investigation, I have identified our John Doe. Oh, well, that's fantastic. I'm glad we didn't send him off for cremation already. Yeah. Uh, the photographers are almost done, though, so he will be taken off to the forensic pathologist. Wonderful. That'll be good to know. Uh, tell them to note the, the, the uh, injection spot on his thigh. Oh, oh, of course. I'm sure they would have noticed that themselves. No, but... only the trained eye of investigators such as I could have noticed. Mm. They, those boys at the lab would have bungled it up. <laughs> the bunglers. I call it the bungle lab. Oh, sick burn, sir. <laughs> I still don't know my actual relation with the police. Is it now canonical that I'm king of police? I think it is. Sure. Um, okay. Uh, so, yeah, his name's Jonathan, uh, Joel Price. Not Jonathan. I'm going to do this so much. His name is Joel Price. I also know where he lives. Brilliant. This seems like a lead. Well, I would think. I mean, Yes. <laughs> Shall I go to his house? That's a great idea. <laughs> okay. I'll fill out the paperwork. That's what cops do. It's all paperwork. Mm. Um, all right, let's go to 742 Evergreen Avenue, San Adrian. No. All right. And the truth of it is, yes, it doesn't take long <laughs> for the streets to become a little bit... Bleh. So I'm going into the poorer part of town? Oh, yes, very okay. much so. Okay. 
Um, and you approach this house. It's actually a semi-detached house rather than an apartment, like you would have assumed from the number. Mm. And it's it's an old-looking place. Many of them are. And you knock on the door, and when it opens... Uh, oh, someone's home. Yeah. It's a Sunday afternoon. Yeah, but a person's been killed. I don't know if he lives with anybody. Hmm. And he, uh, yeah, a young woman answers the door. Oh, don't make me do this. It's a podcast. And a not altogether pleasant smell comes out. Um, oh, can I help you? Uh, yes, I'm with the police. Uh, your name is? Camilla. Camilla Parker Bolt. What? Price. Oh. Damn. I have some terrible bone chilling news. Um, okay. Do you need to come in? Yes, please. Oh, okay, cool. She leads you inside. She's wearing baggy trousers, sleeveless tops, and big sturdy shoes, and she looks very concerned, and she leads you through what's a reasonably messy house. It looks like it's got a few people living there and a few people who don't necessarily keep things orderly. She leads you over to a living room with a big grey couch and gestures for you to sit, and she sits at the other end of it. Um, Camilla, what's your relationship with Joel Price? He's my brother. I'm very sorry to inform you. I really don't want to do this. Why are you smiling? I'm not. I'm nervous. Stop it. (laughs) Um. You're scaring me. Um, what's going on? We found your brother's body on the beach. Oh my. What? He's been murdered. I'm so sorry. Oh my God. Yeah, right. It's bad. Um, yeah, you're going to need to give me a minute. Yeah, of course. You give her like 45 minutes. Yeah, I make her a cup of tea. Uh, um, okay. Uh, thank you for telling me, I guess. Um, do I have to do anything? What What do I do? I guess I call our parents. Oh my, I, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this. What do people do? I don't know. Um, I just solve crimes. I don't live them. Right. You said it was murder? Yes. Uh, we, we, found, we found his body definitely uh, based on the injuries. It looks like uh, it, was, it was murder. Oh, when God. did you last okay. see your brother? Last night. Last night? Yeah. Um, yeah, we went out. We, we all went out uh, drinking. Not a crazy amount. Like, we didn't get drunk or anything. What what time would you say did you last see him? Um, like one a.m. Maybe, oh, maybe later, somewhere between one and three. I don't know. I wasn't paying that close attention, but it was definitely and, after well after midnight. And did he come back here to this house, or did um, you come back without him? Uh, no. He he definitely stayed out later than I did. Um, yeah. He and he and Gary did. Gary, who's Gary? Um, oh, sorry, sorry. It's one of our roommates. There are four of us. There's me, there's Joel, there's Gary, and there's Ollie. Um, and yeah, so me and Ollie went home a little bit earlier than Gary and Joel. Uh, you so you came home early with with Ollie? Yeah, like we all came out of the bar together, but then we just sort of separated. We went our separate ways. So he stayed out with Gre- with with Gary, and she came back. Here with Ollie. Hmm. hmm. All right. 
I'll definitely have to, I'll definitely speak to Gary and Ollie as well. Mm. We've got some new suspects. Not suspects, but people to interview. Now, can I ask, does Joel have any do you have any 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 health problems? Do you, do you have any alert allergies or 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 other things like that? No. Okay, no, cool. he definitely didn't. Um, that you think that there's some way that I thought you said it was murder. You think that it could just be a health thing? No, um, but we did find a uh, a spot that looked like an injection spot on the side of his leg. Oh, he didn't do drugs. Well, I'm I mean, I was being sure terrible. I thought perhaps it was an epipen, but. Oh, right. Um, that would be super weird. Like, no, he's just like my baby innocent brother. Um, mm. So he might be doing a bunch so of So unlike him. Do you know if he had any enemies? <laughs> the only money to the mob? Oh, no. The only person he owed money to was me. Sorry, that sounded bad. No, it didn't. That's fine. Um, no, yeah, look, he's uh, like... Not none of us is great for money, so he was just a uh, roommate when and like he came in, offered him the last bedroom to stay in, and even he couldn't afford it very well. Like he's a he was a starving artist type. Mm-hmm. Um, but I ended up getting him his job, and as far as I know, he was making things work. He shouldn't have been in horrible debt or anything like that. Mm-hmm. What job did he have? Uh, he worked at a cafe. Um, this person that I used to know, uh, Sandra, she was a friend of mine and, you know, we had a bit of a falling out a couple of years ago, but Sandra is very businessy and now she runs a real business, this cafe up on the beach. It's called Pelicans. And since it was kind of her fault that we had this falling out, I decided this might be a nice way to make amends if she could get Joel a job. Why did you have a falling out? Look, Sandra's always been kind of businessy and very entrepreneurial, but when you start trying to do that when you're 18, you're not necessarily very good at it. She kind of lost a bunch of both of our money. Okay, okay, fair. And did that was just your money? You and you had had invested in her. Joel wasn't involved. Oh no, not at all. He was too young for that at that point. Uh, just making notes. Okay. Yeah, fair. That's fair. It makes you seem like a responsible police officer who's taking this seriously. <laughs> sure. Um, oh, all right. Okay. What else should I ask Camilla? What else should I ask Camilla about this whole thing? I mean, her, her brother has just died. She's probably not in the best state to answer questions. Where were you last night? Where did you go out? Uh, so this bar, it's up in the main strip of shops. Do you know the name? Dragon Wings. Danny, don't just look at some... Okay. <laughs> All right, Dragon Wings. That's the name of the bar. Mm-hmm. Okay. And do you often go out on Saturday nights, the regular thing? Oh, I wouldn't call it regular when we can all afford it. Is there a reason you went out last night? No. Just because you could all afford, afford it. it. Okay. But again, like none of us was crazy drunk. I'm sure of it. All right. And you didn't and you didn't he never he didn't come back. He wasn't you didn't see him this morning. I didn't see him this morning. I'm a pretty heavy sleeper. I just assumed that they would have come back at some point. My my bedroom's also furthest from the front, so 
I probably wouldn't have heard anything. You should ask Ollie, though. He's more likely to have known. Sure. Okay. Well, thank you, Camilla. Um, yeah, thanks. I guess I'll make... Don't thank me. I guess I'll make these phone calls. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Uh, so can I talk to Gary? Is he here? Yes, Gary is indeed here. All right. Too many people to talk to. <laughs> you go, you find Gary. He's wearing all black and he has pretty closely cropped hair. He doesn't... He's not doing anything, but... You feel a little bit of hostility, even though he's sort of smiling. All he's doing is drinking his coffee and, like, smiling and stuff. But there's something a little bit unsettling. Mm-hmm. I've written hostile aura. Hmm. Um, You're a believer after that last case. <laughs> Gary, can we talk? I'm with the police. Of I'm king of, of police, Bill Billigan. Yep, of course. What's, what's the matter? I'd like to talk to you about Joel Price. Does okay. he look shifty? Does he suddenly go, ooh? He does not. Okay. Did he, did he put his <laughs> finger in his shirt collar and go, ooh? Uh, no, yeah. Open book. What do you want to know? Um, Apparently when... when I do male voices, I get more Australian. Oh, bloody open book, mate. Mm. Bonza. I'm Gary. Gaza. My name's Gaza. Oh, don't call me that. My mum calls me that. <laughs> uh, all right, Gaz. Um, so... You were out last night with 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 Joel, uh, and the others, yeah. And the others, of course. Yeah. Uh, where where were you? Where were you? Where were you? Oh, we just spent the early hours of the morning at Dragon Wings. <laughs> Dragon Wings. Um. Now, uh, and 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 when do you when did you come back home? Uh pretty late actually. It was almost getting light, like four thirty in the morning, something like that. And were you by yourself at the time? Um, yeah. When did you last see Joel? Uh, just at, at the bar like that. So we left the bar and mm. then we all sort of went our separate ways. So you didn't, so when you all, so this is when, when, when Ollie and Camilla went home? Yeah, I think they just went home. And you went, where did you go after that? Oh, just sort of wandered around, um... Went hung out at the beach by yourself or with Joel? No, it was by myself. Really? Camilla says you and Joel hung out together. Ah, uh, maybe it looked like it. We may have started out going in the same direction, but hmm. so you went down to the beach. Yeah, we're basically right there anyway. Those shops, it's it's nice. Beach at night is pretty cool. No one else Shepherd's is there. Delight. Yeah. Okay. Do you know where Gary? Where, you are Gary. Mm. Do you know where where Joel went after that? Did you see? Did you say anything to him before you parted ways? Oh yeah. Look, I may have spoken to him a bit. I didn't really know him that well. I was more friends with Camilla than anything else, or friend of a friend of Camilla. And yeah, she brought him into our place. I talked to him a little bit, but you know, just sort of. Needling, making a bit of fun at him. You know, we'd had a little bit to drink. It was all good. Uh, but no, he was still up near the shops when I left. Okay, interesting. Mm. Um, what do you know about Joel? Uh, he was... Oh, how do I put this nicely now that you've told me that he's dead? I have I'm assuming that you have. I haven't yet. <laughs> I'm skipping well, how ahead. How did you know? Skipping ahead. How did you know, Gary? D- obviously guilty. Uh, yeah. We've been talking in the past tense for a while. 
look, again, I won't say I knew him that well, but he was clearly his family baby. Mm. Like, Camilla was so protective of him. And, man, living here, he was going to get mugged. He was going to get roughed up or something. He needed to toughen up. Did you ever do anything to toughen him up, Gary? Well, like... Like murder him? I mean, nothing like that, nothing bad, just little things. Like, if he didn't like his food at a restaurant, I'd be the one to push him to return it. Like, if a telemarketer kept calling him, I'd be the one who told him to mess with them and maybe yell at them a bit. Like, things like that, just to make him stand up for himself. Thing, I think it may have actually had the opposite effect, because whenever I made him do one of those things like that, he did it, unquestioningly. <laughs> He just took everything that I said to heart. He didn't fight back against them. He didn't fight back against me. It was, yeah, look, I suppose you could say I'm not all that surprised that something's happened to him. It sucks, but it's not a surprise. What, do you think someone just said, don't stand up yourself while I kill you? Like, how is this? No, not at all. But if someone asked him to do them a favor and he didn't realize that it was something bad... He would have done it without question, and it may have gotten him to a bad situation. This isn't a great neighborhood. Okay. Do you know anyone around who may have done something like that? Oh. Local thugs? <laughs> Local evil mafia? Local murder guy? No. Okay. So you, stay, you stayed out, but you didn't stay out with him. You went down to the beach mm. before coming home. Did you see anyone else at the beach at the time? No, that's what's so good about the beach at night. That, Completely empty. Yeah, that you're there on your own. No dead bodies. And you didn't think it was odd this morning that Joel wasn't back in the house? Oh, I assumed if if he'd stayed out later than me, then I don't know, maybe, maybe he was in his room. I didn't know. Or maybe he'd found himself in some trouble. Maybe he'd kept drinking and he was in the hospital. I think that was actually the thing that was mainly on my mind. He was probably in hospital. Has that happened before? No, but... Has it happened to you? Well. Don't look proud of this, you dummy. He shrugs. What a dummy. Oh, man, I drank so much into the hospital. <laughs> so uh, cool. I was a little proud of him. Um, okay, thanks, Gary. Mm. Your butt. Um, let's talk with Ollie. Mm-hmm. All right, Ollie walks into the living room. Wearing his camo pants, boots, a cartoon character t-shirt. His hair is like half dreadlocked. Like, he got bored halfway through getting it done. You get dreadlocked? Okay. Um, I don't know if they just happen. Uh, I don't know. Hey, Ollie. Hey. Sit down. I, need, I have terrible bone chilling news. Oh, yeah. I heard Camilla talking about it. This sucks. It's, yeah, it's really bad. Yeah. Um, when did you last see last, Joel Price? Last night. Last night? Yeah. Uh, what time? Uh, like 2, 3 a.m. Whenever we left the club. Bar. Uh, which bar was that? Dragon Wings. <laughs> cool. Um, so, so you, that, and, and what did you do after that? Well, Camilla was getting tired, so I said that we should go home, and the two of us did. The other two stayed out. We just sort of split up there, and that was cool. Like, an hour after I went to bed, I heard the front door, so oh, okay. I assumed that was them getting home. 
What time was that? God, like 4.30 or something. Okay, interesting. Now, when you left, did it look like uh, that Joel and Gary were going out together? They were hanging out together or? Um, yeah. Yeah, I would have thought so. Did they say anything about what they planned to do? No. You just saw them? Yeah, they were just there. Um hanging around we were all sort of near the shops and that was about it really okay um what do you know about joel was there anything Uh, going on with him at the time oh he was he was fine all right uh it's gonna sound kind of dumb but maybe it's because he's a bit younger than the rest of us joel was really innocent Mm. it was kind of weird so hanging out with him could be a little bit awkward and Camilla, like, she's a chill person, but oh, she was really forceful about keeping him on the straight and narrow. Mm. I'm surprised she let him come drinking with us. Okay, fair, fair. So you think he was impressionable, naive? Oh, for sure. Like, oh man, he once he once asked me, like, I don't know, maybe Gary had sort of nudged him a bit because Gary did that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um. He once asked me if I could, could give him some some MJ to try. That's what I call it. <laughs> uh, you mean marijuana? Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know what? I I said absolutely no way because it's wrong. Really? That's what you said? Is it legal here yet? I I haven't been paying attention. We're in Northern Ontario, so yes. <laughs> Look, uh, cool. So I know that this is usually just like a total myth, but Joel was so easily influenced by others. I kind of thought that for him, it might be a legitimate gateway drug situation. Okay. So yeah, I wasn't going to encourage that sort of thing for him. Joel on his body had an injection spot on his thigh. No, no, no. Nothing like that. No? Nah. No? Don't no. know anyone around here who would deal with things like that? Oh, in this neighbourhood, probably a million people, but not me. Okay. I look at him. Not me. Ollie. You can search me. You won't find anything. Ollie. Seriously. Okay. All right. Um. Hmm. <laughs> Do you know anyone? Did Joel hang out with any other people? Did you notice you have any friends in this in, in this neighborhood? Ugh, in this neighborhood, no, not so much. He always tried a few different hobbies and things like that, but most of the time it was just us hanging out at home and his work. Okay. All right, Ollie. Well, solve this murder for me, Ollie. Ollie, solve it. What else? Okay, this is an aside. Mm-hmm. I'm. In my head, I'm in my mind palace. So, what else? What else can I ask these people? What do I need to know? So, what do I know about Joel now? Let's do a little bit of a Joel summary. Now that we know who he is, bit of a starving artist type. I haven't really looked into that aspect. Very naive, young, sheltered person. Now has a job that that Camilla got him again. Sheltered person, uh, working in a cafe with Sandra. I haven't talked to Sandra yet. They were all out all night drinking. Most people didn't see him really. According, if, if I believe all of their testimonies, no one saw him since like two-ish a.m. 
Gary then went off to the beach. Ollie, Ollie went home. Camilla went home. Gary says he came home about 4.30ish, which is vaguely corroborated by Ollie, who says that he heard somebody come home around that time. Uh, Gary says he's just hanging out by the beach. I don't know. Maybe. And if, he, and if that's true, and if he's not lying, he was hanging at the beach and he didn't see anybody. So that all seems to fit roughly together pretty well. No one seems to have anything close to a motive yet. Like, no one seems to dislike Joel, but they've implied that he may well have gotten into some weird stuff just because he has a propensity to be naive and say yes to things if people wanted him to do stuff. So if someone said, hey, take these smuggled goods to this smuggler man who will kill you, he'd be like, yeah, sure, and then get killed. So that's a thing. Okay, so maybe I should go to talk with Sandra. She's another human. Maybe she'll have some new insights. Hmm? Do you think... Is it Okay, I know people are probably yelling at me to ask certain questions. They're at home listening to this to their podcast going, why haven't you asked Ollie about the, the, the pants? It's all about the cargo pants. But I just... I don't know. I'm going to search. No, I'm going to, while I'm here, I'm going to look in Joel's room. Cool. That's a good place to look. God, I'm an idiot. I go to Joel's room. Searching was one Searching. thing that I was going to sort of Searching. nudge you towards. God. All right. You go, you find Joel's room. It's messy, much like some of the other rooms here that you've noticed. But you don't find anything that seems secretive or criminal, anything like that. You find paraphernalia of various hobbies. No real evidence that he's stuck with anything except for art. There are sketches, there are notepads, all that sort of thing. Again, nothing suspicious in any way. If I look through the, the, the pictures that nothing he's drawn. Nothing suspicious in any way. Not like a, there's not mm. a photo of someone holding a knife and then a photo of someone slightly closer with the knife and then, and then a picture of them with the knife right up in his face and then a, bla- a picture that's all just black. Mm. What you do find, just one little thing, is that the rest of the house has been dirty, sure, mm. but... Under Joel's bed, there are ants. Oh. Is there anything else under there? Is there food? It's like crumbs, lolly wrappers. Yeah, that's just being covered in insects. That feels meaningful, but in a way I don't understand. Fair enough. And and so searching under the bed, there's nothing, there's just lots of old food crumbs. I've told you everything of note. Does it have anything criminal... He had art and art supplies, which fits with his starving artist thing. There's ants and crumbs under the bed. Oh, no diary. No secret confessions of an evil person. You find his diary and it's devoid of meaning. It's just, it's a dream diary. And what's he dreaming about? Being murdered? Sometimes, probably. Yeah. Um. Oh. Joel! I really thought that I was, was going to get something out of this search. What do I know that he's a dirty food person who hides food under his bed? No, I've got nothing. All right, let's go talk to Sandra. Let's go right. up to, uh, what's the cafe called? Pelicans. Oh, that's right. I've written it right here. Yeah. Uh, let's go up to Pelicans. All right. So you find Pelicans, which is in those main strip of beach shops. Uh, it's, it looks like it's in pretty pristine condition. Everything except the door. The glass has been sort of patched over, you know, in that cardboard and tape sort of way. Ah, interesting. And there are customers and eventually you find it doesn't seem to have a great deal of staff. You can only see a couple of people. 
but you see one woman who is bustling about, looking quite busy. I say, Sandra! She turns, she looks at you, um, but you see that she's got a phone in one hand, and so she's talking into the phone more than she is talking to you. When she sees you, do you have a uniform? Um, I've got a, 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 a regal gown and and big crown with a police symbol on it because I'm king of police. All right, when she sees that, her eyes widen and she sort of, her eyes dart <laughs> what towards... What character have we invented? Her eyes dart towards her other customers in concern, but she keeps talking into the phone as you get closer. Can I hear what she's saying? Yeah, absolutely. The and king of police is here. Stop murdering people, quickly. You can say, oh no, we've always got a table for you, Professor. And uh, let's not forget a certain Miss Ryder and Mr. Banderas always come at that time of day. Not together, <laughs> of course. Wink. <laughs> okay. All right. Ta-ta, darling. I'll see you then. Uh, may I help you, sir? Um, would you like to go somewhere that is not in here? Sure. Let's go to the back. Oh, uh, the kitchen? I don't think so. Let's go to the front. Okay, great. Let's go outside, just away from customer seat, next to this wall, not next to the window. Yep, brilliant. Okay, that's much better. Look, no offense, but when they when our customers <laughs> come to the beach, they expect a certain view. Let's say. And the view isn't of the king of police. Well, sure. Some people might be put off by that. Let's that's say. true. In this fantasy world, the police are actually just like super straight as an arrow. Defenders of the of justice, nothing bad, no bad associations with the police. Oh, okay, done, right? That, right. Makes, that makes that makes it easier to be a I mean, yes, fake police true. officer, which is good. We're the way police should be. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> good. I mean, if you say so. <laughs> good slash competent. Yeah, all the things that like. When you were a kid, mm. people told you yeah. about the police. What Lester believes about the police. Exactly. What Miles believes about the police. Because um, you did threaten Lester with life in prison. Yeah, I'm not a good police officer. <laughs> but I represent a system mm. that is inherently good okay. as opposed to gotcha. anything else. Um, All right, now, can just, I help? Just to get that across. Can I help you, sir? Uh, yes. Mm -hmm. What do you know about Joel Price? Um, he was He's late for work. Well, no, he's not meant to be working today. <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> Go on, please. Um, yes, uh, he is one of my workers. He's my waiter. Uh, good worker? Oh, I suppose so. Um, look, to be honest, he's... I, I, I gave him this position as a favour to Camilla. She's an old mm -hmm. friend of mine and his sister. There wasn't really a position for him. We manage, we're very streamlined, just the three of us as is. That's yes. That's Zane, Tom, and myself. Uh, but each, each location opens up new people to interview. But you know, as long as he busses the tables and stays out of Zane's way, uh, Zane is our chef. Sure, uh, it's fine. He worked well enough. He never did anything particularly bad. He was a bit. Uh, he, he was a bit of a dreamer, let's say. Occasionally, he would just have that sort of far-off look and be smiling at nothing in particular, that sort of silly mm. behaviour. Well, look, Sandra. But, no, he worked hard. You may say he's a dreamer, but he's not the only one. Oh, absolutely. And I hope someday you'll join us. Mm. As I didn't spend a great deal of time with him. Fair. I, I, I'm, I'm very busy. 
Yeah, well, too bad you've missed your chance. Excuse me? Joel's dead. Oh. Oh, that's yes. terrible. Um, I'm so sorry. Oh, okay. She looks back at the customers again. She, All right. Uh, yes. What do you need me to do? Let's let's make this happen. Let's let's do something. Uh, you want to know details uh, about us as myself? I'm the owner. I'm the manager. Yes, yep. I hired him about eight weeks ago. I've I, I let's just say with Camilla, I made some stupid mistakes. I'm not the only one. Everyone makes their stupid mistakes. Not me. But <laughs> go on. Yes, yeah, so I did this. I was hoping to make amends. That's me. We've got Tom. Tom, I believe, got along quite well with him, as far as I could see. He's our barista. Uh, no surprise. Tom gets along with everybody. And then there's Zane, who is our chef. His cooking, cleaning skills second to none. But mm, cleaning up a dead body. God. Well, he's a chef. I mean, I suppose <gasps> cooking up a dead body. <laughs> Go on. Oh, God. Go what, on. What happened to Joel? He's been cooked. Oh. By which I mean he was cooked. Um, but, of course, being a chef, and he trained as a proper chef, so that means he's got all of those typical chef attitudes. Keep it out of my way. It's my kitchen and all that. Sure. Mm. <laughs> he, keeps, he keeps walking behind people going, behind. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So, yes, if there's anything else that we can do, uh, just... Let me know. I'll do it quickly. If you need to call me, that's okay as well. Yep, lovely. Do you know if Joel had any 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 friends in in town other than the ones he stayed with? Oh, I wouldn't have a clue. I don't keep any contact any, with personal lives. Any unsavory people approaching your your <laughs> cafe? She just keeps laughing like that for several minutes. <laughs> <laughs> unsavory. <laughs> Seriously, absolutely not. Okay, lovely. Not even a little bit. Do you know how hard it has been to cultivate a working business like this? There is no way that I would jeopardize that by letting unsavory types nearby. It's a very risky area, San Adrian. You can see the divide, but this beach has such promise. And at the moment, it's the budding neighborhood. It's already quite well to do, but the surrounding suburbs have... Held it back a little bit, but I think that as long as you try to keep those borders firm... Get over yourself. They're just people. What's wrong with you, elitist butt? I'm trying to start a business here. No, no, no business here. Oh, poor people don't deserve food. Get out of here. And finally, yep. I've made one work, and the area is to thank for it, but also making sure that you surround yourself with only the most savoury clientele is very important. You know the opportunity you've missed out on? You should have got Joel to constantly book tables in his own name, but under J Price, and then been like, oh, J Price is coming. Because you're already talking about actors coming in and, and like taking. You should have done that. I'm sorry. I don't know who J Price is. Jonathan Price. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, could you tell me any of their work? Uh, only, only as long as I don't accidentally f forget who I'm talking about. Mm. Jonathan Price. That's, that's who I'm thinking of, right? It, See in 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 Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, you mean Johnny Depp? No, no. Orlando Bloom. No, Jonathan. Keira Knightley. No. He was well, in... then I don't know who you're talking about. Is a, a stage actor as well. Oh, get with the times, he was old in man. Nineteen ninety something production of, <laughs> of Oliver. He was in the movie of um, 
of uh, he played Juan Perón in 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 a in a Vita oh. opposite Madonna. Oh, yeah, Jonathan oh, Price. Yeah, I'll have to look- <laughs> I'll have to look him this up. Conversation. All right. Um, I hope that that's right. Is it? That's Jonathan Price. I've got that person correct. I mean, I don't know about that last one, but everything else you said seemed correct. Okay, yeah. Jonathan Price. Uh, uh, yes, I'll have to IMDb him. <laughs> uh, okay, this is what are, I keep talking to people who just tell me more people to talk to, and I don't know what to say yet. I just don't know what to do. Has he been turning? Has John been at work lately? He's been working fine. Nothing has he seemed off? Has his performance been up or down the last no, few days? No, uh, absolutely not as far as I've noticed. But again, as long as the tables have ended up clean, I haven't cared that much. Okay, okay. Um, and who are you just talking to on the phone? Oh, confidential, of nah, course. No, not to me. I'm, the, I'm, I'm king of police. Uh, well, you may have heard me say the word professor. Yes, and it I- is Professor McGonagall. I don't want to say anything about a certain Nobel Prize he might be winning later this year. It's a Nobel Prize. It's not a Nobel Prize. I was... Forget it. You don't have the right to know. No, who was it? Hmm. Professor... She says a very long name that you've never heard of. Fine. Okay, so I think before I talk to Thomas or Zane or whatever, maybe I should look around. Mm -hmm. Like, if you had no incriminating stuff... In his home, maybe he'll have stuff here. Mm. Does he have, like, a work station? Oh, absolutely not. You sort of have a look around. Um, Behind the... What's her name? Sandra is keeping busy enough that she's not paying much attention to you. She yeah. gives you sort of free reign as long as you don't get in the customer's way. Sure. So every inch of the front of house area is in pristine condition, except for that door. Mm-hmm. You take a peek into the kitchen, you can see who you assume is Zane, hard at work, and he is moving around constantly. So if you actually go in there, you will definitely be in his way. So it still looks clean in there, thank God, but very hectic and very packed. Like every inch of surface is covered in something. And you keep looking around. You don't find any individual workstations for the workers. You just find the bathrooms in the back. Sure. Pretty nice, pretty fancy. Uh, There are four toilet stalls. Okay. There are three white towels. Ooh. Three white towels that match the towel that he was found at the beach with? It does look remarkably similar. Oh, okay. Something happened here. Solve This Murder is created by Bill Sunderland and Danny Seller. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook at Solve This Murder. For questions, queries, and theories, send an email to solvethismurderpod at gmail.com. Thank you to Jared, Devon, and Wit of Advanced Sagebrush and Shootouts for creating our theme music. And thanks to all of you for listening.